This season is brought to you by American Murder Song. Stay tuned after the show for more information. This podcast contains adult situations, horror themes, and disturbing content. It may not be suitable for all audiences. Enjoy. Welcome, my darling, to episode eight of the Blood Crow Stories. I really need you to be kind of quiet today. We have some special guests upstairs today. Don't know much about it. Boss never tells me anything. All I know is the doors to this floor are bolted good and tight, and you all are supposed to be silent as the grave. My little songbird. We got the barn rebuilt, to a point at least. People are getting really scared around here. Everyone's afraid and overthinking every single little discretion. Men who maybe stole an apple when they were five are worried now that this savior's gonna come for them. I'm not exactly a good man either. There's plenty this savior could want of me. Yes, yes, three pounds of ribs, I got it. Calm down now. Wyatt, Wyatt, come back here and help me. Get these people in a line or something. Yes, sir, Mr. Jameson. Um, hey, everyone. Everyone. Uh, uh, come on now. Listen to me. Damn it. All right. Now I want everyone who needs to make an order, line up right here. If you need to pay, line up over here. And if you're waiting for your order, wait over by the window, and I'll bring it to you. Okay? Thank you, son. Now help me fill some orders. Thank you again. You really took charge back in there. Maybe going out hunting killers is good for you. Well, I don't know about that. I'm trying, though. Nobody wants to be a useless member on the team. And don't be so hard on yourself. You're always like that. I'm sorry. I just... Ever since Mom and Pop left... That wasn't your fault. Well, but it was because of me. It was because of their own issues. Those are not your fault. Uh, you sound like Adelaide. Well, she's right. You should be listening to her. Uh, maybe so. Celine, darling, we are close. How, how much money we got now? We're about three nights' work short of getting that builder. What's that? What do you mean, dear? Y'all saving up for something? Oh, yes. This is building at the end of the street, and it used to be the tailor shop, but it closed on the count of Mr. Jeb... Um, 
passing away. Oh, Celine, you ain't got sugar-coated for Adelaide. The killer got him. And of course we found out after he was scamming all of us, saying he had priceless silks when it was just shit he got from the town at the canyon. <laughs> well, that's terrible. Yeah, well, seems this killer's doing a lot of cleaning house around here, and maybe he'll take this one off my hands, too. I just walked up, and I'm already being disrespected. I came out of the womb disrespecting you, so you better hush. Ooh, you better be glad Ma and Pa are dead. Every day of my damn life. Now, what makes you say that? Lord, I am not sticking around for the story for the hundredth time. I'm sure I've got work to do somewhere. I'll tell you what. Take the night off. I'll pay the rest of your building. With all due respect, Miss Adelaide, I like being a woman that makes my own money with no man to tell me how to spend it. I'm hoping one day I can open up a proper school in town instead of everyone going to Mrs. Maple's backyard. Well, now, can't argue with that. I'm still going to pay the rest of your building, though. You can use your money to dress it up nice like you want. Well, that is mighty kind of you. Thank you. You can talk to the banker tomorrow morning. Will do. Well, that's settled then. Thank you, Miss Adelaide. Back to work for me. I think I want me a nice fancy desk with one of them writing pens with a feather on it. A quill? Yes. I'm gonna go earn me a quill right now. Thank God she's pretty. They sell quills at the corner store for a penny. But she thinks they're fancy, so who am I to ever tell her she's wrong? <laughs> yeah, I got a wife like that, too. What's this about your parents now? Well, Pa worked in the mines, and Ma owned this inn. I didn't want to work in the mines, and that made him pretty angry. At least until one night he came in here, and I was behind the bar. Barry was ten. He never should have been back there. Well, you were cheating men out of their money in poker a few tables from me. That is different. <sighs> anyway, he came in. I told him I was going to make him a very special drink I'd made up. The Pa Devereaux Special. And did he like it? Shit, no, it tasted like rat piss, of course. I had no idea what all the liquors were, but he saw I had some creativity with it, so he stopped pushing me about the whole mine business and let me stay here to learn how to bartend. Yeah, Ma wasn't so sweet. Why not? I didn't really have what you would call a skill, at least not one applicable to work in here, if you catch my drift. Well, I don't believe I do. I was an ugly girl, Adelaide. <laughs> I'm sorry. Sorry, I shouldn't laugh. Anyway... One day, one of the girls came down, brought her earnings, and it was less than I thought it should be. Maude made me start doing her bookkeeping, and I was getting pretty good at math. I got to where we were keeping track of every service, its price, any special charges, but the numbers were always shorter. She was popular, so it didn't make any sense. She didn't. Oh, you catch on quick. Checked her room, she'd been taking money from us. Now, your normal madam probably would have punished her pretty harshly, but at this point, I was about... 13, I think, and they respected me. So I asked her why. Turned out she had a boy out west she really loved. She wanted to move out and go see him. I scolded her for not telling us, but didn't scold her for stealing. I asked her how much she needed and took it from savings. Even helped her pack her things and get a stagecoach out there. Well, that's admirable of you, especially at that age. Lesser madams would have done a lot of harm to her. Way I see it, people don't do bad things for no reason. And most bad people are just being selfish. So sometimes you just gotta ask yourself why they would do it. Sometimes the answer ain't too bad. And judging by all the savior killer business, though, I wager he's already decided the punishment for folks here. Uh, makes sense, almost. Y'all said he's only killing the bad folks of this town, right? I reckon so. Yeah, usually we already know they were bad. But we find out later they were doing some shady things. But that's what's peculiar about the whole thing. This killer knows more about us than we do. That really is some godlike insight. I need to go. 
You all right, hon? Yeah, I just, I, uh, I need to go. I, I have an idea. Madame, I just cooked some food. Can it wait? To be honest, I'm rather hungry. Y'all eat is fine, but Eli, I need a word with you. All right, then. Come on. We'll talk on the back porch. What you all suppose she won't? Lord only knows. Her mind works a mile a minute. She probably figured out some stuff about the killer. Why not say it publicly, then? Probably don't trust anyone. Which is entirely fair. Well, that's true. I don't trust y'all neither. Then why'd you come along? Just doing what's right. Don't mean I gotta trust or like you. He makes a fair point. You know, uh, I've been meaning to ask you, Monsieur Blackthorn. Something ain't been sitting right with me about your whole situation. Why would you join up with someone who wanted you to murder other folks? Conscience coupable, maybe? I have no family left these days, and I felt lost. I got a letter asking me to join. The Savior probably knew I was alone, and told me it was a way to make a difference in the world. Make it better. Who wouldn't want to wake up tomorrow to a world where all the bad people are gone? Well, that makes sense, even if it is completely naive. All right, Eli. I need you to tell me Every bad thing everyone in this town has ever done. <laughs> That's a mighty tall order. I don't, I don't really understand what you're getting at. Has it not occurred to you exactly what this killer's doing? Everyone who's died is a sinner of some kind. This killer's quoting the Bible and calling themselves a savior. Maybe we should stop trying to figure out who it is and start trying to figure out who they're targeting. All right. Let me think. Let me think. Who do we got here? I mean, uh, honestly, ain't nobody pure. I guess it depends on what this killer thinks is important. Write down everything wrong you know about the men that you had that died. I mean everything. There's gotta be some kind of common... What is it, Bear? Man at the door. Says he's got a letter for you. The hell? Okay, Eli, you keep writing and thinking. I'll be right back. Yeah, you have a letter for me? Sheriff Callahan? Yeah? All right, then. Mighty fancy you being a lady with a title like that. I'm about to make your face look mighty fancy you don't hand me that letter. <laughs> well, uh, well, here you go, then. It was so urgent. Rave my horse the whole way here. Jessamine? Uh, thank you. Here. Go over to Arcadia Inn, get some food and water for you and your horse. Tell them Adelaide sent you. Well, thank you kindly, ma'am. Who sent that letter? None of your business. That means it's Jessamine. How the hell you know that? Because if it was Clementine, she would have said something like, Shut the hell up! <laughs> it's from Jessamine. Everything all right? Rosie's at the city. She's okay. Whew, praise the Lord. Uh, I need to tell Barry and Dollar. No, wait. 
It says for what she's endured, please don't tell anyone where she is or that she's alive. We're not sure, but we worry what the killer may do if they know. She was dropped in the middle of the desert and ran. Let's keep it that way. Uh, well, all right. I guess I'm just glad she's safe. What'd you come up with on the list? Well, it seems the common thread are crimes involving women. Well, that makes sense. Man who fancies himself some kind of hero for the women or something? Yeah, maybe it started that way, and maybe now it's gone a bit too far. So, uh, any idea of the folks to look after? Honestly, the biggest one we probably got around here is Louie. He spends his early morning shifts down at the mines and then spends the rest of the day drinking. His wife come around town with some, uh, marks before. Hell, I want to kill him just hearing that. Why ain't you locked him up? Well, <laughs> he made ain't for lack of trying. His wife wouldn't let me. Savior probably thinks he'll free her or something. All right, tomorrow we put a watch on his house after sundown. Mm, sounds good to me. You all ready for tonight? As I'll ever be. Might as well see him head on, and I want to make sure we get him good. Uh, as good as we can. With the Apostles, we may have to take on more than just the Savior, but maybe one of them can lead us to him. You know, I like the way you think. You all about ready to head over there? It's dark now. Hold on just a sec. Oh, yeah, you keep drinking, Everett. That's never bitten you in the ass before. me go. I ain't done nothing. Oh, but you have, my friend. You see, the Savior knows it, and he knows all, and he knows all about your sweet little wife upstairs. Uh, don't you touch her. That's my wife. No, oh, I know. <laughs> I only tied her up to keep her from running and spoiling the soup prize. Because, see, the Savior knows exactly what you've been doing to her. Every single time you raise your hand to her, he has taken notice. I ain't done nothing. My marriage ain't none of your business. I thought you'd say that. So here we're going to make sure you never lay a hand on another woman ever again. Now the Savior says that we take the hands of those that strike the weak, but I figure a whole arm really drives a point home, don't you think? What the hell? Now you... Nah, nah. No last words, my friend. There's a time and place for everything, and this ain't the time for that. Now you be a good boy and hold yourself still. There. That wasn't so bad, now was it? Learned your lesson yet? <sighs> Looks like the other one's coming off too.
Bear? What is it? Mmm. Don't feel right. It's quiet. They might be asleep. No. I know this kind of quiet. Go slow. Um, I see... Oh, no, I see a lady tied to a chair. But I don't see no one else. There's a cellar. Doors over on the other side. That's gotta be him. Is there any other way in or out of this cellar? Nope. And I say we go. On three, yeah? Uh, duh. Tw I don't know what that means. <sighs> Jesus Christ. One, two, three. Well, gentlemen. Oh, and uh, madam. Glad you could join us. What have you done with him? Well, I'm sending him to be judged for his crimes. You see, the only real judgment there is is before the eyes of God Almighty. You have no right to make judgment on God's behalf. I'm not. I'm simply here to kill the sinners and let God himself cast judgment for their deeds. I'm just making it all go a little bit faster. <laughs> But the Lord does work in mysterious ways, for it is good that you all came, though. I have a message from the Savior. To the man called Silvershot, return to your fort and prepare for war. Michael is alive, and he's angry. Qu'est-ce que c'est, bordel? Everett Woodyard, the blood on your hands will never be washed clean. And when you have to answer to the Lord, pray that Adelaide is not standing beside him. Ain't telling me nothing I don't know already, coward. And finally, Bear, you've made a mistake coming near the sheriff. Same mistake your mama made. Don't you dare mention her. Woo! <laughs> well, you almost, you almost got me there. <laughs> Tell you what, I think our little knot here is done. So I need y'all to step on the side and let me go. Ain't gonna happen that way, son. Oh, it won't? Uh, Sheriff? This little young pup important to any of you, you'll let me walk out, otherwise I'm gonna blow a hole through his head big enough to see daylight through. You let him go or you'll regret it. With all due respect, if one of you takes a single step towards me, the boy's gone. Wyatt, attends. Maintenant, so tu ne bouges pas. Tu ne me fais pas confiance. Fais-moi confiance. What was that? Oh, he's just some Creole. Don't know a word he's saying. You better hope those were good last words you shared, boy. Wyatt, tu comprends? Uh, yes, sir. Uh, I mean, je comprends. Oh, my dear Lord. Thank you, Mr. Silvershot. No, merci to you for trusting me. It's a mighty brave thing you did there. How confused. You understood him? Well, not the whole thing, no, sir. There were a lot of Creole soldiers at the fort. You just kind of pick up some phrases when people in your town are speaking it all the time. Whew. Thank God for that. And you, Silver. 
You saved him. Just part of the job, no? We work together. Thank you. Thank you so much. Doesn't look like he had time to put the note on Louis. Check that apostle fella. Whoever does not take up their cross and follow me is not worthy of me. That's Matthew, 1038. Andrew. Brother Andrew, are you still down there? Brother Andrew, are you still down there? I don't hear nothing. Are you done yet? Oh, shit! Now, a carriage? Get the horses. You hit it that way. Let's go. The Blood Crow Stories is produced by Ellie Collins and Scott Moore. Season two, Black Chapel, is written by Ellie Collins, Ashley Chapel and Zachary Valdo. Sound production by Scott Moore. Music production by Pete Thomasberger. And Foley production by Zachary Valdo. Our vocal cast includes, in alphabetical order, Angel Ash, Leif Ballard, David Benedict, Charlie Close, Ellie Collins, Trevor Garner, Laura Hauser, Evan Ivey, Daryl Lester, Lex Lewis, Gray Lynn, Judson Ragsdale, Ricky Robinson, Emily Thomas, Amanda Van Heil, Daniel Van Heil, Lindsay Van Pelt, Zachary Valdo, and featuring Joe Ravenson as Sheriff Eli Thomas. This episode featured special guest Keith Brooks as Apostle Andrew. This episode featured the song Six Merry Men by American Murder Song. American Murder Song is a collection of original murder ballads by the star of Repo, the Genetic Opera, and songwriters of The Devil's Carnival. Check them out online at AmericanMurderSong.com, on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at The Killing Place, and YouTube at American Murder Song. The Blood Crow Stories is recorded at ARTC Studio with assistance from Atlanta Radio Theater Company. You can find their own audio dramas at ARTC.org. Subscribe to our show on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, or the podcast app of your choice. Follow us on Twitter at TBCS Podcast, Facebook at Facebook.com slash The Blood Crow Stories, and Instagram at The Blood Crow Stories. Learn more about our show at TheBloodCrowStories.com. If you like what we do and want to support our show, please consider becoming a patron at Patreon.com slash The Blood Crow Stories. Thank you. Now, rest, sweet subject.